Welcome to Sullivan's Pro Football Kickoff. It's about the Bills and the beer. Now, here's your host, John Murphy. Welcome again to another edition of Sullivan's Pro Football Kickoff. We're all about the Bills, the Buffalo Bills, and we're all about the beer, Sullivan's. My name is John Murphy, play-by-play voice of the Buffalo Bills. We're going to talk about the Bills. We'll talk to one of the Buffalo Bills today, Harrison Phillips, fourth-year defensive tackle, former third-round pick. He's playing great football. Maybe played his best game in a Bills uniform this past Sunday in Buffalo's victory against Atlanta. We'll talk with Harrison Phillips about that game. We'll talk with him about his career, where he's going with it. He's also the Bills nominee for the Walter Payton Man of the Year. We'll talk with him about his work in the community, his Playmakers Foundation here in Buffalo. Harrison Phillips. They call him Harris. They call him Horrible Harry. Horrible Harry. We're going to ask him about that. I don't think that's an appropriate nickname for him, a guy that does so much in the community and is a really good player. But we'll ask Harrison Phillips what he thinks. That's coming up in a minute. Harrison Phillips to talk about the Bills. And, of course, we'll talk about the beer. The beer is Sullivan's, uh, uh, brewed by Sullivan's Brewing Company in Kilkenny, Ireland, the makers of Sullivan's uh, Malting's Irish Red Ale, Sullivan's Irish Gold Ale, and Sullivan's Black Marble Stout. They are our sponsors. But the Buffalo Bills front and center as they approach the end of the regular season. The Bills uh, with the number one defense in the NFL still. And we'll talk with Harrison Phillips about that, what that means to the Bills. But coming off the game in Atlanta, uh, against Atlanta, rather, in Buffalo, we got to talk more about Josh Allen. Uh, Josh Allen did not have his best day by a long shot. And they almost won despite an off day from the Bills uh, veteran quarterback, Josh Allen, who I think had an MVP caliber year again this year, but he was off. Don't know why he was off. But touchdown drives in the third and fourth quarter by the Bills, really, that provided the margin of victory. A lot of that because of the run game. And don't forget, Josh Allen is an important and critical part of the Buffalo Bills run game. I think the fact that they showed some offensive versatility against Atlanta was big. Now, Atlanta's not a good defense at all. And they'll see much better defenses when they move into the postseason. But the Bills showed that, okay, passing game's not working. We can run it. And they did, right? Uh, They did. Uh, Singletary had a really good game on the ground running the ball. Josh Allen had a good game on the ground. As they move into uh, through January now into the playoffs, they're primarily a passing team. They should remain as such, but it's good to know that they can shift gears in-game when they have to. We're going to talk with Harrison Phillips. I thought uh, Ed Oliver and Harrison Phillips now, a tandem on the interior of the defensive line, they were critical in the Bills shutting down Atlanta. The Bills only gave up the one touchdown to the Falcons. They held them to one touchdown. Now, the Bills have been the NFL's best all-around defense most of the season, and now they're doing it without Tredavious White one of their top players. This Bills defense is talented, and it is deep. And uh, Harrison Phillips will talk more about that, how they play together. The defense has been outstanding. So the playoffs await. We don't know quite yet where the Bills will finish. They are targeted to finish third, but we'll see how it plays out this Sunday with the game against the Jets. We don't know who they'll play in the first round of the playoffs. The Patriots are their most likely opponents. They've split with the Patriots uh, this year. I would love to see the Patriots come here to Western New York for one more game. I think the first game is almost invalid, not a real game because of the weather conditions. I think the Bills can handle New England, but we'll see. I don't want to speculate too much on who the best opponent is. Uh, You know, the Raiders may be there. The Raiders look eminently beatable. I think the Bills are among the best teams in the AFC for sure. I think uh, they're just behind Kansas City and not that far behind Kansas City, the team that they beat back on October 10th. 
So, yeah, the playoffs are coming. We know that. I think the Patriots matchup is the most compelling and really the one with the most storylines, the fact that they've played each other twice already this year. They've only played one postseason game against New England in franchise history. Should be an easy end of the regular season for the Bills, right, against the New York Jets. I got to say, last week getting ready for the Falcons, I watched the Atlanta Falcons game. I watched video of the Falcons game back in October. I can only get my hands on this one. October 10th it was. It was a game in London against the New York Jets. I had to stop watching because I'm telling you, and this was October 10th, I'm telling you the Jets were the worst excuse for a pro football team I have ever seen. They were awful. They were awful. And they're better marginally better they're still not good the Jets have the 32nd defense in the NFL they are uh, uh, 29th against the run and 29th against the pass they have the 21st uh, offense in the NFL and um, they're just not good they're not a good team Um, 30th in percentage of interceptions thrown I think the Bills I'm not saying that no game is easy in the NFL and the Jets absorbed a, a tough loss back in mid-November to the Bills in their home stadium so they'll come out and play and finish their season strong and I know the Jets played better in their near miss their loss to Tampa Bay but I don't think they're a matchup at all not even barely the equal of the Buffalo Bills I look for a, a decisive victory by the Bills a second consecutive AFC East Division title a celebration that gets us into the playoffs I think it's going to be a fun Sunday in Orchard Park all right we'll talk more about the Bills the game against the Jets the Buffalo defense so far this year we'll talk in a moment with Harrison Phillips Bills veteran defensive lineman when Sullivan's pro football kickoff continues you're listening to Sullivan's pro football kickoff with John Murphy. Sullivan's Pro Football Kickoff continues, and a very special guest, fourth-year Bills defensive tackle Harrison Phillips on the line with us. Harrison, thanks very much for coming on. We appreciate it. No, always, always a blast talking to you. Uh, you. Do you look at last Sunday's game against Atlanta as one of your, maybe it was your career game when you look at it? You know, uh, you had uh, four tackles, a sack, a tackle for a loss, three quarterback hits, a fumble recovery. Was that the most complete game you've played with the Bills? Uh, yeah, you know, I guess, um, if you put it that way, um, showing up kind of in all different, um, facets of the game, um, it it might be, um, I think I've had some more productive games in terms of tackles and tackle for loss numbers, but, um, it was, it was just a a great team team win overall. And, uh, yeah, somehow the, the ball or the, the running back or the quarterback just kind of happened to to bounce my way a a few more times this week. Leslie Frazier told us uh, the other day, you got a game ball for your performance against Atlanta. Have you ever received one before? And how did that feel? Uh, yeah, I've got, I got a game ball, I think two, um, but it feels good. Yeah. We, we normally would find out on a Monday, we come in for meetings and they would announce it. Well, we didn't have, we had a, a victory Monday. So I actually found out the same way you guys did you know i had a buddy screenshot me a a tweet or something said hey congrats on the game ball i was like oh i didn't even know um and then uh coach frazier texted me this morning but uh, you know cat was kind of out of the bag at that point but it's it's really cool um especially when you know we had a ton of players on our defense who were playing great football uh and and had a great game that game um and so uh meant a lot that the coaches uh valued my play yeah it's kind of where i want to ask you what i want to ask you about next uh and one particular play uh uh, first quarter, late, your fumble recovery. Uh, Greg Russo had the hit on Matt Ryan. The ball was there for you to pick up. It's, it was a, a great uh, fumble recovery. It set up the second touchdown. The Bills kind of took over on that play right there. It had to feel pretty good to make such an impactful play in that game, huh? 
Uh, absolutely. Except when I got to the sideline, all my buddies were saying, why didn't you scoop it up? Uh, <laughs> all the, all the team, teammates were saying, Hey man, you looked like you might've had a, uh, a little narrowing there. You could have had a chance, but no, all jokes aside, uh, was again, um, that play particularly, we had a great rush all together. We had good pocket collapse up inside the middle with Ed and I, Jerry did a good job at least getting some contained. So Ryan couldn't run, Matt Ryan could run up and, um, you know, Greg was able to hit him. And the ball kind of fell right there. And it, trust me, it crossed my mind. I, I did see a little space. I thought, what? But uh, with the conditions and the snow, maybe I should just fall on this thing. So, yeah. um, and then glad our offense got a, comp, uh, uh, a score off of it. We always talk about complimentary football, and that's um, really important this part of the year. You mentioned uh, playing alongside Ed Oliver. And now that you've become a regular starter and, and getting a lot of snaps, uh, what's that like? And what sort of cohesion, what sort of timing have you been able to work with Ed Oliver up front there? Yeah, I love being out there on the field with Ed. You know, as a game goes on, there's a ton of rotation and different situations and and how the matchups go. Um, feel comfortable with every player that we're plugged out there with, but I do feel like Ed and I have built a really good chemistry together. Um, you know, if, if he's setting the edge, he knows that I'll, I'll be in my gap to make sure when it bounces back, it'll come to me. Vice versa, if he runs it to the bubble, hopefully I can set the edge as a nose, um, and he knows he's got to defeat that backside tackle, and he's going to be there. Um, and I, I think I even posted a, a picture from the game of where that happened, where Ed had him low and I had him high, where we're just kind of working off of each other. So um, he's a, a fantastic football player, and his growth off the field um, in his three years in the NFL has been the most tremendous thing that I've seen from him. How much pre-snap communication do you have with Ed Oliver? Do you have code words or something you say, I'll do this, you do that? <laughs> yeah, actually, we do have a little bit of repertoire. Um, uh, a lot of times I'm also telling the guys around me what I think the, the play is going to be yeah. from my film study and the down and, distance and the down and distance, the personnel groupings, all those things that um, I take into my, my week of preparation. Um, so I know that the guys appreciate that, you know, they'll, they'll look to me and be like, what do you think in here? I'll say, Oh, well, you know, they're behind the sticks here. Let's watch from the screen. It's outside, you know, be, be alert for these things. Hey, this is a hard count situation. We're probably going to get cadence. It's not jump off sides. Um, or, you know, they're going to run it to the wing over here. Alert belly kick to your side, Greg, just these small stuff that, that, that I'm able to help out with. Um, but yeah, it, it's a lot easier at the beginning of a drive than during a drive when my heart's going like this yeah. and I can barely breathe and they're looking at me to tell them I I'm, I'm too out of breath. I'm like, let's just line up and play boys. But um, yeah, there, there's some good communication. I love the camaraderie we have at this point in the year. Harrison, you must feel like you're at a spot where you have not been in your, uh, in your career yet. You know, you're, you're a starter seven of the last eight games. You led the D line 68% of the snaps uh, this past Sunday. You, you must feel like you're getting in a rhythm and maybe this is what you envision would happen all along for the last four or five years, huh? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I really enjoyed my rookie year. Um, I thought that that was a, a good uh, position for me rotating with Kyle as much as I did and star. Um, and then my second year, I really felt like that every, like I said, where the ball just happens to be there. Um, you know, I had a, a few solid games there uh, in, in 19, uh, before the injury. And it's just kind of been a, a climb to get back to that. Um, I put together a few games uh, in, in the playoffs last year uh, towards the end of the season, into the playoffs. I put a, a good three or four game stretch together of, again, just doing my job, but the ball seeming to find where I'm at. And now, you know, obviously the, the more you're out there, uh, the more opportunities you have. And, and uh, especially in crucial parts of the games, um, 
it's different if you're playing 30% of the snaps and those all come in the fourth quarter because you're winning by so much or losing by so much. Um, but, you know, playing crucial snaps, when, um, yeah, it, it means a lot. And um, I, these last couple of weeks, I've really been more appreciative and thankful in my prayers. You know, I'm a, I'm a man of faith and um, realizing that a lot of things that I can't control are going my ways. You know, I, my preparation has been the same since the day I got here the work I put in, my effort, all those things have been the exact same. Um, it's some of the things that are out of my control that are happening and falling into place for me. And so I'm giving a lot of thanks to God and a lot of credit back to him. Cause I feel like, you know, it's, it's not just me. That's, I didn't make some crazy jump or whatever. It's just some things are really falling into place. And even this year, early this year, I mean, the first couple of weeks you were inactive for what, three games early on that they has to, you know, you get ready for a season. I know you, you banged up your knee a little bit, bit in the final preseason game, but that has to be awful to get ready for a game and then to be told what on Saturday or Sunday, maybe that you're not going to play that week. Yeah. It's, it's probably the, the most mentally taxing thing that you can go through as an NFL football player. It's um, a, a lot of emotion goes into it, especially when you have the passion and the love and the drive that I have to, to want to be a great football player um, and, and be out there to help my team win most importantly. Um, so yeah, that's really, really difficult. And that's what part of being an NFL football player is, is you have to deal with the roller coaster of the NFLs, the highs and the lows. And that goes from your on-field performance to your mental health. And, um, you know, just the whole world of, of football, when you care about something for so long and it's been your life for so long, you know, a lot of emotions are in the game and a lot of, um, a lot of pressure, a lot of things like that. So, uh, yeah, that was a, a very, a low point. Obviously you hate to hear that. And obviously I was dealing with some stuff I had to get healthy. So it was, made me feel a little bit better about the situation, but um, no, you want to be out there contributing every single Sunday with your team. All this going well on the field for you. And also uh, just uh, what a week or so ago, you once again, were the bills nominee for the Walter Payton man of the year, the second consecutive year you've won that honor. What does that mean to you? And what does that say that you've done it back to back years now? Yeah. Well, again, last year I, I had no idea how big of an award it was. And it, it's an even bigger honor almost this year to, to be named again, because um, you know, when I, when I was nominated last year, there's a, a large amount of funds that get to go to my foundation because of that. And so I got to do even more stuff in 2020, 2021 um, from those funds, you know, doing more activities, 500 plus kids at events and shopping sprees and holiday parties and Dave and Busters and movie theaters and all this fun stuff I got to do. Um, and the fact that my teammates voted that out of all the people on our team, they think that I'm doing the most. Um, it's a huge honor and I'm, I'm super pumped to represent the Buffalo bills and um, hope that I can bring more attention to Western New York and all the great things that our bills mafia do and, and the children and young adults that I work with um, all the amazing capabilities that they have. The, the, your foundation is the playmakers, right? Tell, tell us if yeah. you can kind of a, a capsule of who you're looking to work with in the playmaker playmakers foundation. Yeah. So um, our primary um, audience, I guess, is we work with children and young adults with developmental differences and special needs. And so we have a, a lot of kids that we work with are, are Down syndrome or autistic. And um, we also kind of do a uh, combined approach and we, and we bring in a lot of our foster care children and orphans, um, as well as other at risk in the inner cities. We just try to provide them opportunities that they wouldn't have really without this. And um, we, we, we like to we don't like to compete with other nonprofits. We want everyone to be invited. We can work with all these different groups and we're not trying to poach kids or steal funding. You know, we're doing it all ourselves. And so it's a melting pot where all these other organizations that are doing great things here can all come together and enjoy the sweet benefits we have. And then the one like mission that I'm on is to flip the world perception 
um, about this population is a lot of people assume that someone with um, special needs or developmental differences are, you know, very dependent and that they need a lot of help um, and, you know, almost pity sometimes. And that is not the case with this, these guys. I mean, I've grown to have amazing relationships and friendships with, the, with my playmakers and they're so independent that they often take care of themselves, do their own stuff and are and serving in their own communities and doing, and doing more and going above and beyond to be modeled citizens. And so that, act of giving back that act of giving forward. Um, I really want to empower this population and show the world how great they make great employees, all the great things that they can do. One more question about this. If they don't need or, or want pity, what do they need? What, what can you and, and others do for them? Do you think? Number one is opportunities. Um, and, and I think that it's been great that I've been able to introduce business owners to some of my higher functioning playmakers and, uh, you know, if it's as small as serving ice cream over the summer for a summer job, uh, Chick-fil-A does a great job uh, of, of hiring uh, this population. But anytime, anything, there's a lot of jobs that need to be done, especially in the environment we're in this year where some people, you know, it's hard to find workers. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of jobs that other people might not want to do that this population of people thrive doing and love doing. Um, and so I think, you know, the most important thing is um, giving, giving this population opportunity and, and uh, taking a chance. Harrison, can I say, I think you got the wrong nickname. I hear people call you Horrible Harry, and I'm thinking, he's anything but horrible, right? Did you ever, do you like that nickname? You know, it really does do well for me on game days. I like <laughs> that mentality for, you know, Horrible Harry with the tackle and stuff. But, um, yeah, off the field, I, I think that we could come up with a better one, but, dang, it's stuck for so long now. I don't think it's going nowhere. So maybe I just start, <laughs> I gotta, maybe I got to start getting more horrible, I guess. <laughs> no, don't do it. Last question for you. One more regular season game. Uh, the Bills have been number one ranked defense virtually all season long. I'm sure you'd like to maintain that. What do you think of that, and what does it say? Does it say more about your opponents, or does it talk about how well your defense has played overall, all three levels of defense all season long? Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's always kind of about us. And so um, we want to definitely go put a uh, stamp on this regular season and show our best, our best football, uh, put our best foot forward and close out this regular season on a high note. Um, so, you know, we, we had our 24 hours after this last win and we're getting focused on the Jets this week. And um, yeah, we want to keep playing a complete game defensively. You know, we don't want to allow explosives in the run game in the pass game. We want to get our turnovers. We have a list of goals that we want to accomplish every every game, excuse me. And I think that it's really important for all of us if we can try to get as many of those boxes checked this week, uh, again, to finish regular season on a high note and really sign our names next to that number one defense in the NFL. Great. Harrison, thanks for this. I'm only going to call you Horrible Harry on Sundays, game days now. <laughs> that, that worked for me. <laughs> thanks very much. No problem. Thank you. You're listening to Sullivan's Pro Football Kickoff with your host, John Murphy. Well, once again, our thanks to Harrison Phillips, Bill's defensive tackle in his fourth year. A great guy to talk with. He's playing great football, too. He has started seven of the last eight games. He's become a regular. He led the defensive line, uh, normally uh, a unit that they rotate a lot of players through. He led them in snaps this past uh, Sunday against the Atlanta Falcons. He had 68% of the snaps on the defensive line. He's become quite a, quite a tandem in the middle of that defensive line with Ed Oliver, former first-round draft pick. Harrison Phillips was a uh, 
third-round selection by the Bills in 2018, moving into his fourth season. And this is important. He's moving into his free agency year. Now, earlier in the year when he was inactive for those three weeks, we talked about it with him when he was inactive, not playing. You began to wonder if there was a place for Harrison Phillips. Now, I think he's played his way into getting a contract, at least a contract offer from the Bills. So good for him. A great story, his play on the field. And, of course, his play off the field. He's once again the Bills nominee for the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, his second consecutive year being nominated for that, one of uh, 32 great guys around the league to be up for that award. His Playmakers organization, the main reason why, we wish him well for that. We thank him again, Harrison Phillips, for joining us on the podcast today. I want to thank our sponsors, Sullivan's Brewing Company in Kilkenny, Ireland, the makers of Sullivan's Maltings Irish Red Ale, Sullivan's Irish Gold Ale, and Sullivan's Black Marble Stout, available in Bills Country in upstate New York, in New York City and Long Island in New Jersey, now available in Boston. We're available in uh, Ohio and Cleveland, Columbus, Ohio, all over the place, Georgia, Atlanta, and Savannah, uh, North Carolina, Nashville, Tennessee, portions of Tennessee. Look for it. Sullivan's uh, Brewing Company, Sullivan's Maltings Irish Red Ale, Sullivan's Irish Gold Ale, and Sullivan's Black Marble Stout. St. Patrick's Day, not that far away, so you should see many of these bars and taverns and stores, retail outlets, stocking up on the Sullivan. So look for it and ask for it. I want to thank our producer, Pat Felball, who puts it all together for us. We move on through January, one more regular season game. We'll have a podcast next week and hope to have you here. Thanks for joining us. It is Sullivan's Pro Football Kickoff. You've been listening to John Murphy and Sullivan's Pro Football Kickoff. It's all about the Bills and the beers.